News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, Donald Trump has announced that he intends to run for the President of the United States again in 2024. For more on this, we're joined by Harriet Alexander, journalist based in New York. Harriet, he spoke for over an hour. What kind of speech was it? It was, you know, it was an interesting speech. Um, it, uh, we all knew what he was going to say. This is the worst kept secret in politics. Uh, and of course, Trump took to the stage in Mar-a-Lago, uh, the very gaudy ballroom there, and he announced the comeback begins. Uh, and he provided a long list of, of what he saw as Joe Biden's failures um, and said that he was effectively the man to uh, to right the ship and to uh, make America great again. But it was interesting. He stuck to the script more than he does usually. And it seemed somehow that there was a little bit lacking of the Trump spark in it. A lot of commentators thought maybe he uh, his heart wasn't fully in it. Um, his daughter Ivanka was not there to watch him. Uh, and it was perhaps a little half-hearted, this speech, given the midterms um, and the criticism he's faced. How has the speech been received? It's It's been an interesting one. I mean, some Republicans have immediately said that, that this is not a good move. Um, his former chief of staff, Mick Mulvaney, he said that this was the wrong thing for the party. Um, he said he is the only Republican who can lose in 2024. Um, the governor of, of Arkansas, who's a, an arch-Republican, he said that there are better choices. Um, and of course, Ron DeSantis is, is riding high uh, in Florida as well, uh, looks very likely to challenge Trump. So uh, it's lining up to be an interesting contest already. Harriet Alexander there. And now I also caught up with uh, former advisor Sean Spicer last night. I began by asking him if he was surprised Trump was making this announcement. Oh, no. Trump's been talking about running for president ever since, uh, you know, the 2020 election results came in. So I don't think any of this should be a surprise. Uh, he's been talking about it. I, I, I wish, like others, that he had waited till after the Georgia special election for that final U.S. Senate seat. But uh, I think anyone who didn't think he was making this announcement was living under a rock. Why do you wish he'd waited until after Georgia? Does that suggest he is something of electoral liability? No, it just means that you want you want all the attention, the focus to be on the race. You want the the ability or the focus for people raising money to be on that race. You know, one of the things that you do when you announce for any office is to try to get attention and to raise money, which is two of the things that I think he's obviously going to do. And and every minute that we're doing that, it's taking away grassroots support and financial support from uh, a candidate like Herschel Walker in Georgia who needs it. You know Donald Trump better than the vast majority of, of people. Will he have been stung by the results of the, the midterm elections or, or will he just brush it off? Well, look, I've talked to him now after two other elections that, you know, since his 2016 win. And most of the time, you know, what he says, I, I agree with, which is that you can endorse somebody, but they still have to run their own campaign. So, uh, you know, I, I look at a lot of the campaigns, candidates that he endorsed. I didn't agree with all of his endorsements. Obviously, he has a right to choose who he wants. I have a right to choose who I want. But in many cases, I didn't think they were the strongest candidates in the race, number one. Number two is they can't sit back and just rely on his endorsement to win. They got to go out there and do the hard work themselves. And you, you look at a few of these candidates and, and they didn't raise the resources necessary to win a, a big, important race. But are you suggesting, Sean, though, then that, that Trump wasn't a factor in the midterm elections, his unpopularity with certain, particularly, say, for example, with, with women, with female voters, that that wasn't a factor in the disappointing results for the Republicans? 
Um, it might have been a factor. I don't think it was a, ma- a massive factor. I mean, when you look at exit polls, obviously the economy, abortion, crime were all big issues. I don't think that Trump ever showed up on any exit poll as a, as a massive issue. Um, could it have been on the fringe in some races? Sure. Do you think he is favored to be the Republican candidate come the presidential election? Oh, absolutely. There's no question he's the favorite. Even with DeSantos's very strong performance in Florida, you don't think that tilts the balance in his favor? Not yet. No, I, I don't. I don't even think DeSantis would would argue with what I'm saying. I mean, whether that's look when you think about the cash advantage that he has, the infrastructure advantage he has in terms of the the grassroots support, the data infrastructure that he has. I mean, those are all massive, massive advantages going into a presidential race. I mean, this is a guy who has run now twice nationwide. Uh, that that can't be looked, you know, that has to be sort of looked at as an, a massive advantage. Any candidate who's run will tell you having run before and having an operation the size of his is, is as formidable as his is something that any candidate would dream of. Now, does that guarantee a win? No, but it's a huge advantage. I mean, it's sort of like starting a game up 20 or 30 points. Given he is such a polarizing figure, and uh, particularly given the events that happened in the weeks after he lost the presidential election, can he possibly win a presidential election, in your view? Oh, absolutely. I think any Republican right now could win uh, against Joe Biden and, and the economy that we face. All that being said, look, two years is an eternity in American politics. So the election's not going to get held today or tomorrow. Um, a lot can happen, both in terms of our foreign policy, our domestic policy. I mean, you you know right now what's going on um, in terms of uh, the, the, the skirmish that's going on between Russia and Poland, um, how that escalates, who knows uh, what that does to U.S. politics? I don't know. Um, but if the election were held today, absolutely. And that was Sean Spicer talking to me last night. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR on News Talk.